Hello, this is Blake Vagger, Parish Catechist at St. Peter Catholic Church. The following is a recording from a CCD parent meeting that was held on August 31st, but it is applicable to the wider parish as we consider what it means to live a stewardship way of life. May God bless you. We call ourselves a stewardship parish. And stewardship is just a fancy way of living a particular way of life that's given to us by the Lord Jesus. It begins with Jesus's call. In the Gospel of Mark, the Lord's first words are repent and believe in the gospel. He comes on the scene and he says, repent and believe in the gospel. If we went down to Walmart right now and we said to any individual we encounter, maybe we pull 100, we're going to play family feud with them. And we said, what does the word repent mean to you? What kind of responses would we get? Or maybe what do you think of when you hear the word repent? Maybe it's a word that's not all too common in our lexicon. Often, though, when we hear the word repent, and you hear it in the context, you've screwed up, you've made a mistake, you've gotten in trouble, and you better repent. Maybe follow up, I brought you into this world, I can take you out of it. Oftentimes, today, repentance and the word repent is associated with harsh judgment. Someone pointing the finger at you. Hey, you've screwed up, you better change your ways. But when Jesus comes on the scene, when he issues the word repent, it's an invitation. The Greek word metanoia literally means, hey, you're going that direction. Come do an about face, do a 180, and follow me this direction. So if you've ever seen The Chosen, the series, the opening scene perfectly illustrates this concept. The opening, starts, opening scene starts with some music, and there's all fish swimming in one direction. They're all gray fish. After some time, this teal fish comes on the screen, and he's going the opposite direction. And as the opening scene continues, more fish turn from gray fish to that teal fish and begin following the other direction. By the end of the opening credits or the opening scene, you have a whole bunch of fish that have been transformed and they're all swimming in the same direction. So when Jesus comes on the scene, this is his call. Come follow me. The time is now. Everything that you've ever been waiting for is being fulfilled. Turn around and follow me, for I am the way, the truth, and the life. Christianity, our life here at St. Peter Catholic Church is more than just a like-minded association of individuals. We're all followers of the way of Jesus Christ. You may have more or less success if we're just going to get together and root for the Broncos. Some years are going to be great. Some years, I can tell you, are going to be awful. But that's not what our life is about here because we follow this invitation from Jesus and he's the one that makes our community. This call to follow after him is the bond that brings us together. And it didn't stop with him. Right? He grabbed 12 individuals, spent three years with them, and trained them, and then sent them forward 
That's what apostle means, to be sent forward. And they go out with that same mission. And it's not just for only the people they select. It's for everybody. There's a universal salvation. How many of us are Jewish? None of us. We probably all come from Gentile origin. So Jesus comes not just for the Jews, the fulfillment of Israel. He comes for the fulfillment of all the world. The call that is preached is the same call that he issued in the Gospel of Mark. Repent and believe in the Gospel. If we go and look at the Synoptic Gospels, when Jesus sends out the apostles, he goes and tells them, go and preach repentance and that the kingdom of God is at hand. And how does he send them out? Does anyone remember? When he sends out the apostles two by two, what do they have with them? Great, silence is great, because they sent out, got sent out with nothing. He said, take no extra tunic, take no money, take no bread. Don't take an extra pair of sandals. Because woven into the proclamation of the gospel is this concept of reciprocity, as well as complete reliance on God. The call cannot be imposed is proposed, and if a community wants to receive what the apostles had to offer, this new way of life, then the community had to provide for those needs. Because if they went to Jericho, and Jericho didn't want to receive the apostles, what would happen to them? Would they be well-fed? No. Would they be stinky? Yeah. They have no extra change of clothes. They have no place to stay. They're going to be homeless. So that's why Jesus says... When he sends them out, if they're not going to receive you, shake off the dust from your feet and go on to another community. You're not going to impose this. But when you come to a community that is going to receive the message which you are being sent forward to, stay there as long as you can. Teach them. Share them the good news. And that community is going to recognize what has been offered to them, and they're going to provide for the needs of the gospel. So our way of life as a stewardship parish, there's a reception of the call. Each one of us is invited, knowing the needs of the gospel, that we have to have responsibility for that. If we want our programs here at St. Peter, if we want to have a parish, because there's no guarantee, the bishop doesn't guarantee that this parish will stay here forever. If we all said, you know, I don't want to give up my time, talent, and treasure, and there was no money coming into the church, there was no upkeep, no ministries, then Bishop Conley could say, that's great. All of you here in St. Peter Parish Boundaries, you're just going to go over to Blessed Sacrament, maybe Cathedral and St. Michael, and you won't have your local parish. We have to be responsible for what God has given us. We're about our communal life because... We're not just getting together because we like to have a nice church. We're getting together because the Lord Jesus has invited us to encounter him in our daily lives. We're then faithful to the apostles' teaching, the fellowship with one another, the Sunday Mass, and then our life of prayer. So what's this mean? When we hear Jesus' call, we're intentional disciples. We're not complacent. We continue each day 
with ourselves and in our families to grow closer to the Lord Jesus Christ as disciples. We're always striving to be and learn more as disciples, grow closer to him. We're consistent, we're faithful to the Sunday Mass, the day with which we could not be. And then we're involved in the life of the parish. We give up our time, talents, and treasures. This is an invitation to be creative. We're all been given unique gifts. There's something that you might possibly be able to offer to the parish and to your fellow parishioners that no one's even thought of yet. Each and every single one of us has unique gifts. And so you can be creative. You don't have to think in the box. It's good to create waves sometimes in parish. If you're like, this is a need and the Lord's inviting me to lead this ministry or to bring other peoples into this mission that he has given me. We tithe. We have set a goal to give 10% of all that we have of our treasure, specifically five to the parish and then five to other charities. And if we're not there yet, if we're strapped, we look at what's most sacrificial. We're all called to give equal sacrificial gifts, but that doesn't mean we all have to give equal gifts. And then our fees do not equal what we have for tithing. If we wanted to approach our faith just kind of as consumers, so I approach when it's convenient for me. If you factor in all the costs to keep a parish up and running. So we need a church, we need some priests, we probably need someone maybe like me if we don't have volunteer teachers to help form all the children we need a janitor when you factor in all the costs the liability the insurance just to make sure that whenever we wanted to pop in and grab our sacrament when it's convenient for us on a per capita basis this is what it would cost for some of the sacraments anytime we wanted a child baptized it would be thirty four hundred dollars Anytime we wanted one of our children confirmed, it would be $2,800, so $2,800. Anytime we wanted to go to confession, if we just wanted to approach it as a consumer, pull out your Andrew Jackson, give the priest a $20 bill, and that's how much it would cost. Anytime anyone wanted to get married, you're talking almost $24,000. If we want to approach it, which is kind of, a state when you do per capita of how many marriages we're currently having. So less people getting married, more cost drives up that price. And then any time that we wanted to attend mass, we'd all be paying $250 to attend Sunday mass. That's if we live life where we have no consistent commitment to providing for the needs of the gospel. Thank you for listening to this great content from St. Peter Catholic Church. For more content, for other talks, for more information, please visit St. Peter Catholic Church, Lincoln, Nebraska, on Apple iTunes or on Podbean, and at our parish website, stpeterlincoln.com. God bless you.